0: Hello, and welcome to the Mama Mentor Podcast. My name is Joyce, and here we talk everything life. So today we're gonna talk about self-care. It's something that's near and dear to my heart. I hope it's near and dear to your guys' heart too. Because contrary to some beliefs, I won't say popular belief, because you know we're starting to evolve as a culture. Um, self-care is not just bubble baths and a glass of wine. Although bubble baths and a glass of wine can be part of your self-care routine. Self-care is what we do for our emotional well-being. So just like for our physical well-being where we drink our water, we try to drink our eight glasses a day, we take our vitamins, we get 30 minutes of movement or more a day. You know, we watch what we eat, we try to eat organic, at least I do, you know, we watch our trans fat intake and not too much junk food, all that kind of stuff. So that's our physical well-being. But self-care is the things that we do for our mental well-being. So June is Mental Health Awareness Month, and it's important that we remember the term mental health awareness because there is a big difference between mental illness and mental health. I am not qualified by any stretch of the imagination to discuss mental illness. We all have our varying degrees of what we perceive as mental illness. Maybe we're struggling with our own. Um, I personally struggle with a high level of anxiety. So I have high functioning anxiety. So that means that I have a lot of anxiety, but I am still able to function for the most part um, throughout my daily life. So I can clean my house and go to work and take care of my kids and have a social life and do all the things that I want to do. There are times when it gets overwhelming and I need to take a step back. But that's why for me, mental health is so important because mental health, in my opinion, and try to remember everything on this podcast is my opinion. Um, But mental health for me means the things that we do to build resiliency. And if you don't know what resiliency means, resiliency means our ability to cope when things don't go the way that we need them to go, expect them to go or want them to go. So our ability to cope with that depends on how resilient that we are. And we've all had those moments where the slightest little thing sets us off and we're just like, we're crying or we're angry or we just are like, I can't deal with this anymore. That's because our resiliency is low. Now, as someone who has anxiety, I need to make sure that I keep my resiliency high so that um, I can cope with those kind of things. I can cope with a flat tire or a child that's ill or if I'm ill or, you know, if there's no spinach at the grocery store and don't laugh. Sometimes it is, you know, if your resiliency is really low, something as low as no spinach at the grocery store can set you off. And... Those moments where you're being like set off and you're having, you know, like you're crying or you're angry or you're whatever, those also rob you of more resiliency. So it's kind of like you're digging yourself a deeper hole. So I have learned, I always kind of knew, but I've really done a lot more learning and stepped really hard this year into mental health and building my mental health and taking care of my mental health. And so I've instituted some really good routines. There's, it's, it's still a process. I'm still building, I'm adding, I'm subtracting, I'm readjusting. Um, but stuff that really keeps me feeling like I got this, you know, that, you know, even if I haven't had, a, you know, a super good night's sleep, I st- I'm still like, okay, I can do this. I can, you know, do my laundry, do my dishes, you know, do all the things that are required me in a day, you know, still be plugged in emotionally to my loved ones, you know, still be working towards my goals, you know, where I'm not shut down. And so some of the things that I do, I'll give you some ideas. Um, and like I said, this is my opinion. And like always on the Mama Mentor Podcast... I'm going to tell you what works for me and you can take what you think might work for you and toss the rest cause life is too short to be bossed around by people. And you're going to find the whole world of experts. You can't see the air quotes that I'm doing, but the thing is is that we all need to become experts, no air quotes this time on our own well-being. That means our mental health, our physical health, our home, our life, because we know us more. No matter what you tell a doctor or a counselor or a mental health professional or your friends or even other members of your family, they still don't know the whole story. We don't unload everything. We do not share every thought that runs through our mind, nor should we. So you know you the best. So... If you haven't already built a mental health routine I'll give you some ideas so some of the things that I do first of all I am an avid planner and an avid journaler so in my planner that's where I plan you know like appointments um, dinners with friends coffee with friends classes that I'm gonna go to all that kind of stuff so that I can see at a glance what my next week, two weeks, month holds. And I do this for two reasons. First of all, I have an eidetic memory, which everyone thinks always sounds so cool. Oh, you can remember everything. Yeah, I can remember everything. That's not always great or fun because that means my head is constantly swirling With information both important and unimportant, and you know, reliving a conversation I had a year ago that I wish had gone better—like it's—it's a lot. So by using my planner, um, I'm able to download, if you will, into that book all of my activities that I'm going to do for the next two weeks, a month. I just write it like as soon as I know that it's coming, even if it's two months ahead, I'll still write it in my planner. Because using this method for me, I have taught myself that once I've written it in my planner, I no longer need to keep it actively swirling in my brain. So then that's out. So that's a little more room, a little less squeezy in there. The other thing I do is journaling. Um, lots of people have been doing this gratitude journals, planner journals, like, you know, where you're writing down your plans for your future, your goals for your future, things that you're grateful for, things that you're upset about, and all those things are really great. I have been keeping a journal almost nonstop since I was 15 years old. I'm not going to tell you how old I am, but that's a lot, that's decades of time. Decades. Um, I don't let anyone else read them. I will probably burn them before I die because here's the thing. They're not a memoir. I am not writing my memoir. Not that I'm sure anyone would want to read them. And I'm not sure I would want anyone to read them because they're my shitty thoughts. Maybe I've had a shitty day and I'm just dumping it all on paper. Maybe I'm coming up with what I think at the time is an amazing goal. And maybe it's completely unrealistic or completely stupid or doesn't fit into my life at all. Or maybe it fit into my life 10 years ago and, and now I look back and go, oh my gosh, I can't believe that was something I wanted to do. And that's okay because journal journalized your private thoughts. It's like I said, you're not writing a memoir. Do not write with the intention... Of showing it to anybody. Because here's what happens if you do that. You will censor things. And you don't need to do that. Because guess what? All day, every day, through every single person that you interact with, you are doing some level of censoring. The the farther someone is emotionally away from you, the more you're censoring. But even if it's your nearest and dearest, you're censoring. You're censoring it out of, you know what? I just, I don't feel like sharing that right now. I don't want to get into that right now. Or maybe, maybe it's even a thought like you're bugging the absolute hell out of me and I could drown you in a puddle, but you know better than to say that to that person because that's not kind and that's not relationship building and you know, it's going to pass. Now, obviously, if you wake up every day feeling that about that person, it might be good to have a conversation. But for the most part, when those, you know, unabated thoughts pop into your head, they're not for public consumption. So treat your journal the same way, as a private space to unload everything. Keep it in a locked box, hide it somewhere. As soon as it's filled up, burn it. It's not for public consumption um your planner that's different you know if someone happens to come across your planner and flip through they'll either be like oh you don't do a whole lot outside your work and chores um or they'll be like wow she's got a really full life I put everything in my planner to be fair like I don't just put big things I'll put like that I need to mop the floor or that I need to uh pick up bread because the more things I can put on paper the less things are floating in my head so my planner is full it's not full maybe in the way some other people's planners are of events and dinners and tea and all that kind of stuff, but it's full the way I need it to be full to keep me organized, to keep me on track and to keep stuff from swirling in my head. So that's the first two things I do. So I write everything down in my planner that I can and then emotionally dump everything else into a journal. Another thing that I do, and I really leaned hard into this, this last month is I've really leaned hard into my skincare. Um, I have sensitive skin, I'm not 25. Um, So I have mature sensitive skin and it really benefits from a morning and evening skincare routine. I use the C-Bella line from the wellness company that I get my wellness box from, if you follow me on Instagram. Um, you can go to my profile link and curate your own wellness box. It's amazing. I love it. Delivered to my door. Um, I'm at seven Martians on Mars on Instagram. So if you don't follow me there already, please follow me. Um, because you kind of get some behind the scenes stuff too about, about stuff that I talk about my podcast. So for example, I'm at the farm today recording, so I'm going to do a little video on the garden, the little garden box that I planted out here. It's doing amazing. And I'm not watering it and doing all those things every day. Like I'm not babying it. Like I literally built the box, planted the seeds, watered it and you know, I've watered it a few times, but I don't think I've watered it more than twice and it's been in the ground for a month. So you'll see all that on Instagram. But anyway, back to skincare. So I, there's five pieces in this line. It's not very expensive. I got the trial size, which I'm on like my second month using it. And for 50 bucks for five pieces for skincare that you're doing twice a day, uh, that's a very good deal. And it is premium skincare. And like I said, sensitive skin. So if it's not premium, if it's not good, uh, my face will know in about 15 minutes because it will start breaking out into a rash and be irritated and scratchy. But I find that not only because of the quality of the products and because it's got like a gentle, pleasant smell, plus it's kind of an all natural product, so there's no harsh chemicals, so that's, it's nourishing my skin. So the actual cleaning, moisturizing of my skin both morning and night is helping my skin physically to have better skin. And especially, it's especially um, great right now um, because we have been having wildfires galore. So there is smoke in the air, there's heat. So at the end of the day, you're like got, you know, city pollution, smoke. Um, I work in the garden every day when I get home from my day. And so there's dirt and sweat and all of that. And so to w- clean that all off my face, and more gently and moisturize and of course taking the makeup off too um so that my face is cleaned of all of those things and then nourished and then moisturized is physically good for my skin but the ritual of doing the skincare morning and night is good for my soul because I'm taking time to take care of me to do something good for me that feels good that's has good results because like I said my skin is looking amazing probably the best it's ever looked and felt as the best it's ever looked as well the ritual is really good um something else that I do um, for self-care and this is kind of traditional it's it is the bath Um, I don't do bubble bath, though, because, you know, hashtag sensitive skin. But there is, uh, I'm trying to think of the line that I use. Uh, It's in a white bag with black letters. So I think it's called, maybe. I will snap a picture of it and put it on Instagram. So again, if you follow me on Instagram, at 7 Martians on Mars, you'll see it. Uh, But it's Himalayan pink salt bath and there's some essential oils in there and you put like a couple scoops in there and you have a hot bath and you sit in there for like 20 to 30 minutes and again it's something physical because you're slowing down and relaxing you're getting to have some time with your thoughts the pink himalayan salt is really good for drawing out impurities in your body Um, there's something else in there too. It's, it's a combination of stuff and it's, 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 it's like a detox bath for lack of lack of a better word. But again, it's also the ritual that I am sending myself a message that you are important enough to take time out of your busy schedule to stop and do something that is a hundred percent just for you. So again, it's that combination of the, the physical benefits plus the benefit of the ritual. I'm very big on the rituals. Um, I have also, um, I'm also this year leaned really hard into taking my daily vitamins. I also take, um, I call it electrolytes. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. But anyways, it's again from this, the same wellness box. And it's called Sustain. And it tastes amazing. I, I want to say that it's raspberry lemonade flavor, which is like, hello, it's my favorite. I'm not a lemon lemonade fit flavor, but raspberry lemonade is my all time. And it's just, um, you just put a scoop of it in your water bottle. And it gives you vitamins and electrolytes. And so you feel like energized without having that, you know jolt of caffeine if you're a caffeine person i'm trying to have less caffeine that's something else i'm doing for self-care because too much caffeine is not good for you and i recognize that Um, and i took my caffeine in the form of pop so that was even worse so i'm trying to get away from that so but also i've started um from the same wellness box is they just came out with a collagen and it's flavorless so I don't know if any of you have taken, I've taken a, a bunch of different collagens and the biggest irritate, irritation that I have is that it changes the taste of what you put it in. And it's like, I don't want the taste changed because what I'm putting it in, I like the taste of, and I didn't want that altered. And so I was kind of doing the hit and miss thing because like, I don't like the taste of this, but this one is flavorless. So I put it in my sustain drink and I drink that every day. So I'm getting all the benefits of collagen. It's got a little bit of protein in it too. So it's good for my hair, my nails, my skin, my joints, my everything. And again, it makes me feel wonderful. And I'm getting the physical benefits from the electrolytes and the collagen. And I'm getting, again, it's that ritual of starting my day with this drink that I know is nourishing for me and having a good breakfast and taking my supplements. Um... And people, it's flavorless. So people have been putting this in their coffee. They put it in their protein shakes. They put it in their sustain. They put it in a glass of water. They put it in their fiber drink. They put it in anything that they're drinking to get their collagen because it is 100% flavorless. And I checked because I mixed it into a plain glass of water and it it, it didn't even change the taste of the water. So the water still tasted exactly like water, even though it colored it a little bit like it was colored because there's a, I can't remember what's in it, but it's, the color of the nutrient that's in it is pink and so it colors the water pink but it is completely flavorless so I love that because I can literally add it to anything um another thing that I'm doing is I'm really taking time to listen to my audiobooks taking that personal time of you know finding series that I enjoy taking the time to listen to it um, when I'm driving t- you know, it's part of my bedtime routine where I, you know, I do my skincare and I have, you know, a glass of water and I moisturize my hands and I turn on my audiobook and I'm getting to bed at a decent hour because I'm not up endlessly scrolling or watching TV. I'm in a dark room, the lights are off, my audiobook plays, and I even put the timer on it so that when I fall asleep, it just turns itself off. And I love that. Because I'm getting some entertainment without it keeping me up, without having that screen in front of me. And, you know, you could listen to a podcast. I know a good one you could listen to. Um, That was a shameless plug for this podcast. But I would really love it if you liked and subscribed. Because there's lots of great things coming up. Um We'll talk about that more in a minute. So... And I make sure, as I've told you before in previous podcasts, I have a city property and our family has a country property. So I make sure that every day in my city property that I spend probably 45 minutes to an hour and a half doing something. Weeding, watering, you know, trimming grass, pruning bushes, planting something new, whatever, sitting outside. I always find something to do. There's, if, those of you who have a garden, regardless of what size it is, you know, that there's always something that you could be doing. Tidying up, maybe there's some weeds, maybe you're putting in a few extra seeds or a seedling, or you're going, hey, I'd like to put some gravel there or some mulch there or whatever. So there's always something to do. So that really, it, it's it's again that time. And I take the puppies outside and they love it. And they love the grass, they love the garden, they love to smell the things. Um, I was smart this year and planted snow peas because my dogs like peas. And they figure that it's a self-serve plant. So they like to go up and eat them off the plant, which is fine. So, but instead of like taking all our peas, because when I would pick the pods to go inside and shell them and freeze them or have them for dinner, they would want to eat half of them. So like half my harvest is going to my dog's. Which you know I can't say no to them. But this time I was smart, so I planted snow peas because they they they're ready to eat faster than a pod pea. Um, they're a little more pro- prolific, so you get more of them, and you can pick them more regularly, so there's more abundance of them. And so, which my dogs are loving, absolutely loving. Um, but it's the fresh air, it's the seeing stuff grow, it's the it's the harvesting, it's the eating. I um. A couple hours ago before we got out to the farm, I was out, outside with the puppies and uh, I got to pick a strawberry. Fresh morning strawberry, dew still on it, you know, and I ate it right there in the yard and it was better than any strawberry you could ever possibly eat at a store. Fight me on that. <laughs> You'll lose. Um, so, Yeah. That is part of my self-care. I'm also learned to say no to things that aren't serving me. And yes to things that will serve me even if they trigger my anxiety. So I kind of have to do that cognitive behavior therapy self-talk thing where it's going, yeah, this sounds good, but ultimately it's not going to serve you. This is scaring the crap out of you a little bit, but it's going to serve you, to so say yes to that instead. I have also um, taken more yoga classes. Um, it was something that I let slide over COVID, and I'm getting back into, and I'm finding how much my body and my mind and my mental health are enjoying that stepping out of my life, stepping onto my mat, and focusing for that hour, hour and a half, depending on how long the class is, on my breathing, how each part of my body feels, what parts need need to be relaxed more, what parts need to be stretched out more, and just being still with who I am, as a person, as a woman, as a mother. So that has been incredible. As a matter of fact, this coming week, I am going to a class for the summer solstice. Um, You'll be hearing this podcast the week after. But so I will have already gone by the time you hear this. Um, But it is for a summer. It's for the summer solstice. And we are doing salutations to the sun. 108 salutations to the sun. And the description of the class of just being very present in being aware of the summer solstice, um, its historical meaning, what it can mean for us, um, a chance to manifest more positiveness for our future, uh, you know, the kind of that that official beginning to the summer. And so I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it and I signed up for it and I'm excited to go. Um, and it is... At my favorite yoga place I say favorite like I go to a bunch I don't I go to the same one because I love these people um and because years ago before I started doing yoga I had what many people may have as a misconception of the yoga community and the yoga practice itself so this is I'll tell you what I thought and what I know now because what I used to think was it was a bunch of women in Lululemon yoga pants with perfect bodies who had grown up, you know, commune adjacent, just being perfect all the time. And so that was a a lifestyle and a community that had no place for me. I have no idea where I got that busted ass notion because it could not be farther from the truth. Right from the time I went to my first yoga class, this is what I found. First of all, I was completely wrong with everything. They are probably one of the most accepting communities of who you are and where you're at and what you look like that you could possibly ever find in your life. Do a lot of them wear Lululemon yoga pants? Sure, wouldn't we all want to? I know I would, you know. Actually, I do. I have some Lululemon stuff. I shot the sales. But just the acceptance of your soul that you get going to that class, where whatever yoga ability, it could be your first class, your hundredth class, and you are still a hundred percent welcomed. You are a hundred percent nurtured. You are guided through poses and um, modification of poses if that needs to happen so that when you leave that class, you feel physically, emotionally, and spiritually nurtured and fed, which is why I continue to go. And which is why I'm so excited for the Summer Solstice 108 Salutations class that I'm going to on Wednesday. Super great. Um, I'm, ta- I'm starting to make time with friends a little more. Like I said, anxiety. So I have a I have a tendency to kind of hole up to myself. You wouldn't guess that because I have a podcast and can talk endlessly. But here's the thing. By myself, microphone. Those of you with anxiety will understand exactly what I'm saying. It's a whole different world. You can't see me. I can't see you. And I'm not in front of a crowd. Although, to be fair, I could speak in front of a crowd. I have no problem with that. It's the... Party like if, if I were to go to a, like I can speak in front of 200 people if you give me 10 minutes notice and a good hairdo if I have to go to a dinner party with people that I don't know and don't know my quirky personality I need a valium almost um because it's that personal interaction with especially people I don't know that is anxiety filled so but yeah so I've been making time for more friends I'm actually going to see a wonderful friend of mine. Um, We actually met in baby group when my youngest son and her oldest son were babies. And so that was like 15 years ago. And she is an amazing person. Like there is, you are never going to walk away from having a conversation. Her name is Amy. With Amy. And go like, wow, what's up with her? Or that was a downer. This woman literally radiates sparkling sunshine all the time. Is her life completely perfect? Hell no. But she has this wonderful ability to really just plug in to friends and family and people around her and be a positive influence. And I love that about her. Um, She's also really, really cool. And I'm going to segue now into what I was going to talk about earlier. Actually, I'll segue that in a little bit. So yeah so that's some of the things that I've been doing this year so far to um, work on my mental health to keep it resilient to keep to keep all my tools in my toolbox at all times so that I can you know I can handle stuff when it comes up and I don't feel like it's knocking me on my butt, and especially the little things aren't knocking me on my butt so See what's out there for you. Oh, the other thing I did too, and I'm going to do more of. I can't believe I forgot this. This is so amazing. I love crafts. Oh my gosh, love crafts. I crochet in my free time and I quilt. And I don't say free time because free time is time we have left over that we weren't going to do anything with. That's what I consider free time. I schedule time (laughs) to crochet and to quilt. And I used to do like painty, woodcrafty things many moons ago. And I got out of it. I didn't really get out of it. The opportunity to go to the classes that I could do it in faded away. Probably COVID again. Let's blame that for everything. Why not? Um, But I've recently found this, this little amazing store. It's called The Primitive Lane in my town. The lady who owns it is, oh my gosh, she is just... You just want to do all the things with her. Um, she runs these classes. Um, she's, it's, there's not going to be any official classes for the summer. So I just took what I think she said was the last class for the summer. Anyways, it's a wooden welcome sign that you can introduce. And it's got Highland cows. I don't know if I've ever talked on the podcast about Highland cows. But now that there's a, a, a country property in the family... If somebody dropped a Highland cow off at the end of the driveway, they would never see it again. I would love, I would be loving on it. Loving on it. Love Highland cows. Um, anyways, it's got Highland cow. It's got Highland cows and, a, and like a windmill and a chicken. If you follow me on Instagram, you'll see the picture of it. But you can interchange the welcome part of the sign and the Highland Cows thing to other things. So the next part I'm going to paint and assemble for is going to be pumpkins for the fall. And I think the sign that I'm getting, the little sign that goes in the little slot is going to say hello. And I loved it. It was a two-hour class. You did all the painting and assembling yourself with her instruction. So even though, like... Everybody was basically doing the same project. None of them looked even close to the same. Or the same as her, you know, um, demonstration piece. So it was amazing, and I love that. And I'm going to do more. And even though she doesn't have more classes for the summer, she has these make-and-take kits. So it's basically everything that she would have in the class, except her instruction. Like, there is instructions, but it's, she's not standing over there, like, walking you through it. And so I'm going to make this little... um I think the other thing that I ordered for the summer is it's a gnome and it's like just a little gnome wooden statue thing. And he's got, and it's like summery gardenies, like strawberries and all this. And so I ordered that so I can do like the craft on my own at home. And it's kind of inspired me to, because I have crafty stuff at home. It's not like I don't have any craft supplies at home. I have a million pounds of craft supplies to really just step back into what I've got at home too for the farm and for the city house to build crafts to make my decor the way I want it which I don't know about you but for me I like decor pieces I like making my home look pretty I like making it look home seasonally pretty and so for me that is mental health because it brings me joy you know for me mental health is what what nurtures you uplifts you and cares for your soul whether or not and probably specifically that it doesn't benefit anyone else like if it does great but the main point of self care is that it's for you not for anyone else the last thing that i've started doing um because at the at the farm eventually i'm going to have this big huge cut flower garden Um, If you want to know the scale that I'd like to do it on, watch Laura from Garden Answer on YouTube, because that's kind of where I'm going with this. Huge. Like where I can have massive bouquets for myself and whoever I want to get them to um, weekly, throughout the season. For now, I have a few cut flowers in my city garden, and we're just planting here at the farm. Couldn't get the rototiller working today. So was going to plant today. Couldn't. So, um, but my oldest son is going to be coming out here in a few days. And so I'm going to get him to finish the rototilling so that the next time I come out, I can put the potatoes and the flowers and the seeds in there. So it'll all be great. But until I have my own cut flower garden, I have taken to bi-weekly They're um, Echo Hill Farms at the Farmer's Market. Spectacular lady. Um, She brings cut flower gardens, cut flower bouquets to the Farmer's Market every single week. Wrapped in, you know, you guessed it, the brown paper. And they're locally grown. like, Like she's picking these like the night before, morning of, and coming to the Farmer's Market. And then I'm taking them home to my house. And they are beautiful and they smell good. And if you follow me on Instagram, you'll see the bouquets that I've been getting from her. And they are amazing. Um, I also um, get flowers from a locally owned shop in town. Um, Melanie from Petals and Posies. Again, a spectacular woman. If you are feeling like you are having a hard time, go to the store. Buy anything. It doesn't matter what you buy. Go into the store because just being around her presence is going to uplift you. And she has um, some locally made Himalayan pink salt bath stuff there too for an amazing price. Like a giant bag. I think it's $16 or $18. And it's amazing. And she's amazing and her flowers are amazing and her bouquets are amazing and you can even get like real eucalyptus there. Like, so if you're feeling a little snuffly and you want to, you know, hang eucalyptus in the shower, like you see all over Pinterest, she's got it for you. Um, so yeah, those are what I do for my self-care and I have been feeling the difference. I have felt my resilience grow. I have felt my inner joy grow. I feel more able to do the projects that I want to do, I'm more excited about the projects that I want to do, I'm more creative, I feel like, I feel really put together as a human being, which is ultimately what we want. So before I let you go, I want to let you in on some exciting news. So for this, I'm going to do it for the summer and we'll see how it goes. But for I'm gonna do one in July and one in August where I'm gonna have a guest on the podcast. So um, the first guest that I'm gonna have in July, her name is Candice, and she's my yoga lady. And she is probably one of the sweetest, most grounded human beings I've ever met in my life. Like she just radiates wholeness as a human being and sweet as the day is long and just great. So she's going to come on and talk about yoga and her um, experience with yoga and her practice. And she is a new mom. She had a little boy a year ago and he's just the sweetest thing. And, and how motherhood has changed her practice. If it has, how she's incorporated her little one into her yoga practice and how that's changed her viewpoint on yoga, on life, on just the day-to-day. Super fun. It's going to be great. Um, In August, my guest is going to be Amy, previously talked about, who's amazing. Um, Amy has a little acreage where she actually raises bees, just so exciting and I mean like start to finish like she has the hives she collects the frames I think they're called and then like scrapes the wax off spins the honey dries it up amazing and because she just stepped out of her comfort zone and went this is what I'm gonna do and just her ability to just take that step like that's amazing and the courage and the just the go for itness I love that about her and I want to talk to her about bees, um, about motherhood, and boy motherhood. She's got two boys. And just where she sees her journey as a mother, where it's come from, where it's going, what she, where she'd like it to go, um, and, and how she's navigating being a woman right now doing all the things. So I'm really excited to have those two ladies as my guests. It's going to be super fun. Um, Again, I would really like it if you liked and subscribed to my podcast, because then you will see when these episodes come up, because you're going to want to listen to them. They're going to be really good. We're going to be quirky. We're just going to see what comes up. That's what we do on the mother mentor podcast on the mom and mentor podcast. We just talk about life and what comes up, what's in our heart, what wants to be in our heart. So as you go throughout this next coming week, I want you to see if you can even incorporate one thing more into your routine. And don't do it in free time because free time is leftover time that we weren't going to do anything with. And it's just extra schedule it. Like you would schedule an oil change or a dentist appointment or a doctor's appointment or a lawyer's appointment, schedule it and keep true to that schedule schedule something that you do for self-care. Something. I've given you a whole bunch of things. Maybe you'll take one of the suggestions that I made, maybe some of the suggestions that I made will spark you to come up with your own ideas. Do what's going to give you joy and make that a weekly regime. Um, Because there can be, I do some things daily, I do some things weekly and I do some things sporadically. Like one of the things just before I go, um, that I do sporadically is I do a facial like at a salon or uh, like a spa thing, a day spa. I have a really great one in my town that's, she's amazing. Her name is Hannah. Love her. Love her. She does the most amazing, amazing facial. Like it's like she's trained her whole life just to do your facial. That's, that's what she, that's the vibe you feel. And it's so nourishing for my skin. I just lie there. She does all the things. And then I actually, the last time I had it, and I only do that like every couple, three months. Not that it's super expensive. I think it's only like 60 bucks. And, but it feels like it should be about 300 <clears throat> when she's all done. Um, but last time I had it done, because it was for my birthday, I actually did a manicure on top of that. I've never had a manicure in my life. Because again, I had a preconceived notion of what having a manicure was like and what was like after and what you had to change your life to accommodate your manicure. And yeah, I loved it. I love the color. I love how it looks. If you um, watched um, the reel I put up on Instagram yesterday and I was pointing at things, you'll see the pretty color that's on my hands and it's amazing. You'll love it or you won't, but I love it and that's the most important thing. Um, but I really haven't about the only thing I have to do is really make sure um, that if I do dishes or do gardening that I wear gloves that's it I don't have to be super careful any like I can put bobby pins in my hair I can shampoo my hair I can clean my bathroom I can vacuum I can whatever I don't have to wear gloves like mow the lawn or water or weed whack or anything like that um, so it really hasn't changed my life a whole lot but I love the way my hands look they look pretty they look feminine And the color that is on there is called, this is funny. And this is how I knew it was the right color. Pink in bio is the name of the color by OPI. And I love it. Love it. And and they're gel. So um, if you've ever had a manicure or not, there's regular polish. There's gel polish. Go for the gel polish. It's a little bit more money. It's $10 more or something like that. But it's like indestructible. So like, you're not worrying that it's going to like scratch or chip or anything like that. Like I have literally not been careful and it is now two and a half weeks later and my manicure still looks amazing. So I will be going back, not monthly, but, um, probably a couple months because I really like the way it looks and I'm a nail biter. And guess what you don't do when you spent 60 bucks on a manicure? I think it was, was it 55 or 60. It doesn't matter. When you've spent money on a manicure and it looks good, you do not put your fingers in your mouth. So not only do I have broken my nail biting habit, but my nails are growing growing so nicely, and because the gel, they're not gonna like snap off. Not that they're really long or that I'm gonna grow them really long, because that's not who I am. But yeah. So, next week, I'd love to hear what the one thing you did to add t- to your routine for self-care. Something that is just for you. That just benefits you. <clears throat> Excuse me. You can go with somebody. Like, if you're going to go for a manicure and you want to go with your girlfriend and go get a manicure, great. If you can get your husband to go to a manicure with you, even better. But the point of going is that it's something for you. If it also benefit somebody, yay. But it doesn't have to. That's You're not trying to like better the world with this. Self-care is exactly that. Caring for yourself. So I'd love to hear about it. So I hope you guys have a wonderful week. I will catch you next week. Um, follow me on Instagram so you can see what I do between podcasts and all the updates on some of the things I've talked about in my podcast. Um, I'm going to be putting up a picture of the garden box out at the farm so you can see how much it's grown since last time I posted a picture. I hope you guys have a wonderful week. Take care of yourselves and your mental health and I will talk to you next time. Love you tons. Bye-bye.